Hello, Coven. I am your host, Rachel Pond, and you are listening to That New Witch Podcast. In this week's episode, I will be discussing how to write your own spell. Before I jump into that, though, I'd just like to make a quick correction from last last week's episode, How to Read Smoke. I mentioned the god... I thought it was pronounced Sheba, but it's pronounced Shiva. So I just wanted to correct that pronunciation just in case I confused anyone or, you know, just make sure everyone has the proper name for that um, Hindu god. And another thing is I mentioned that I wasn't sure if it was a god or goddess or non-binary. And in the research after I recorded last week's episode, I found that... It is sometimes referred to as a man, and then in other descriptions, it's described as being split directly down the body, one half being woman and one half being man. So I just wanted to put those corrections out there. But with all that being said, let's jump into this week's episode. So as I previously stated, this week's episode is about writing your own spell. And I want to start out with... Um, a temp, a template of how to go about writing your spell. So first, write. <sighs> it's saying on this template that I came across to write the name first of the spell, then the intention, um, timing, uh, type of spell, ingredients. At the end, just write. So just write it out like it's a uh, like a card with a recipe that you're going to cook. Um, just write it out like that. Um, <clears throat> now, personally, um, I have done spells before. I've written my own spells where I'm just going off my intuition. So in the moment, I'm feeling drawn to bay leaf or you know black salts, what have you. Um, and I don't have a name for the spell until the end of the spell. So don't feel bad if you can't, if when you're writing your spell, you don't do it directly as the list set. Like if you don't like have the name first, but you have the ingredients, do that, put your intention into the ingredients, focus on the spell work. And then worry about the name of the spell afterwards. Although the name does not need to be a labyrinth. If it's a protection spell, you can just title it protection spell. If it's a protection spell to keep away um, harm and danger, title it as that. If it's a protection spell for traveling, you can title it as traveling protection spell. Something simple, you know, easy. Uh, First of all, so it's easy for you to remember the title, the name of it, and also so it's easy to recognize. So I just wanted to start out with that. And now let's talk about your location, Uh, timing and why and trust. These, um, so location, um, if you are somebody that likes to have a designated spot, 
let's say you've got a tree that you really like to sit under and that's where you do your spell work. I'll say that that's just your thing. Make sure you have a designated spot like that where you do your spell work. Uh, let's see. So, um, yeah, it could be in front of your altar, it could be outside nature, you know, it could even be in your shower while you're taking a shower or a bath, wherever you feel, you know, is the right spot. Um, make sure you have that. Timing. So timing, um, this is if you're trying to do the spell according to the phase of the moon or the day of the week. Um, but if you don't feel drawn to incorporating those things into your spell, you know, if you just feel like today I want to do a love spell, a self-love spell, you know, but you don't feel drawn to incorporating the moon or even the sun phase for that matter, um, or, um, you know, the planets and all that. If you don't feel drawn to using, to aligning with that, don't worry about it. Go with your instinct, you know, that's why that's there. Um, so then also ask yourself, why am I doing this spell? Am I doing this spell out of anger and frustration and seeking revenge? which should never be a reason for doing a spell, or am I doing it to attract love to, in my home or self-love or uh, personal protection to make sure, you know, to protect my home and my family? So ask yourself these questions. Um, so if the answer is you're doing it out of anger, uh, Magic should never be your first resort when you're in a conflict. Um, trying to work it out, you know, through conversation or, um, if necessary, counseling. Um, trying to fix those sort of situations on your own. But if you need to add a protection, if you're in a situation where you may be in danger, you know, um, and you want to have a protection spell against whoever or whatever is causing this fear, then that's an appropriate time to do a, a spell. I just wanted to put that out there. Um, so, um, wording. The power of your words is amazing. A child's first word or when a child is beginning to speak, I should say, is their first spell. Um, think about it. A lot of children, the first word they say is either mommy or daddy or dad or mom. That's the magic of being able to put word to identifying the person that you are attached to, you love because they are providing for you. Um, that might sound super cheesy, but your vocabulary is your spell. So the reason I'm saying this is so when you put 
uh, positive intention and you choose positive words, positive things will happen because your words are sending out that positivity and the universe is like, okay, this person wants nothing but positive vibes. Where vice versa, if you're constantly cutting yourself down, cutting down other people, constantly, it's never my fault, it's always their fault, etc., that you're running on a lower vibration. Um, and I'm saying all this to say your wording will also affect the quality of your spell um, along with your intention. If the intention's not there, then your spell, even if you add every tool, every herb, stone, crystal, even if you add all of that, but your intention isn't there, your spell's got no power. Uh, manifesting is, um, in some ways I feel like it's overrated, in other ways I feel like it's underrated. Overrated because I feel like, especially uh, um, in the internet, and like witch talk world, land on the internet, I feel like people are just like, you can manifest whatever you want, you know, and it's not that. You know, you can manifest $10,000, you know. You got to be realistic in your manifestations. If you're, for example, staying on the track of money, if you're trying to manifest wealth into your life, man try to manifest a reasonable amount. If it's reasonable for you to make an extra, um, you know, $200, if you know that it is an, a, re a reasonable thing, then, then, um, uh, then manifest that. Start the uh, steps for manifesting. The other thing I want to say about manifesting, if you spend, let's say you spend seven minutes each morning before you start your day manifesting, you know, uh, wealth. But then the rest of your day, you're like cutting yourself down and cutting down your work and like my job, you know, what I'm doing sucks. I suck. I don't deserve that extra $200. Why would that ever come to me? The seven minutes that you spent on the manifesting means nothing. The, the quantity, the amount of time that you spend doubting that the manifesting will work and doubting yourself overrides that seven minutes of positive uh, manifesting. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> I hope I didn't just ramble too much and it you got lost. But um, obviously, you can also do your spell in poem form. Or you can do it kind of like, uh, oh, it's not a poem. I forget. The, I get the. Uh, like in form of that. Um, of like a chant or, um, you know that little song we we sing as kids. Like you probably sang it. She sells seashells by the seashore. There's a there's a name for that form of kind of chant. The name just escapes me, but maybe you guys know what I'm trying to say. So you can actually write it like in poem rhyming form, or you can also, um, if if writing isn't 
like your strong suit or you don't feel like doing it that way, you can have a book with just titles of spells and you could, let's say dance is something that you really love, dance and music. Then you can have the title of the spell and then you can write down, instead of writing down herbs and candles and all those sort of things, you can write down step step one, do this with your feet. Step two, wave your hands like this. And that can be your ingredients and you can use that as your spell. Um, same goes for music. If you don't want to dance, but you just like want to jump around, be really loud, which is also a great form of uh, spell protection. Um, the loudness scares off or, or uh, fends off, you know, whatever's coming to harm or what you're trying to protect yourself from. So those are different forms of, of uh, spells, of ways of um, doing your spells. Um, let's see here. When writing a spell, it is important to remember to write. Um, when writing your spell or, um, in the forms, in, in the term of dancing or music, in interact, in, um, role playing, I would call that kind of the spell, whether you're physically writing it or just doing it through body language and dance and music, um, it's important to incorporate what you definitely do not want to happen from the, the, the spell. So have what you do want to have happen and what you don't. So, um, for example, because the universe just runs off the energy it gets from you. So you could be doing it for love, for like a love spell, let's say drawing your soulmate into your life but the universe could be like okay we'll bring we'll bring your soulmate but before we do that we're gonna test you to make sure this is what you really want and we're gonna bring two people that you definitely don't want anymore in your life let's say you've been attracting a partner in your life that's very lazy and doesn't contribute to the home and that's a that's a habit that's a pattern you have when it starts comes to dating, and you're like, okay, this is what I want. Sometimes the universe puts what you don't want in your path to test you, um, and to see if you really want that change. Um, so make if you don't want if you want to. Um, I'm trying to <laughs> clarify this. Um, so, yeah, if you're dead on serious about that and you don't want to have all these obstacles in order to get what you, tr you truly want, make sure to specify that in your spell. Um, now, um, in a lot of spells... Um, you might have noticed that it says so, at the end, as in closing, uh, so mote it be, which is a way of, um, just enclosing, just say, stating, 
It's a way of just stating, you know, everything I have mentioned in this spell. This is what I want. This is my stamp of approval. This is what I want. Now, with all that being said, that does not mean the next day you're going to open your eyes after sleeping all night and everything you want in that spell is just going to come to be. It's going to take time and you got to be patient. But what that wording does is... First of all, it's it's like the equivalent of when you're praying, when Christians and Catholics pray and they're like, amen. It's the end of the prayer. So think of it that way. Now, with that being said, that wording doesn't sit well with me. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it doesn't naturally roll off my tongue. So if so mode it be just doesn't sit right with you, play with it. Find a phrase of words. Find something that does. For me, I like to say, so shall it be. Very similar, just different wording. You know, the meaning is the same. It's just said different. So um, if you've got, you know, if you're doing your spell work and something just doesn't, you know, doesn't flow right with you, you just, it sounds out of the norm for you, reword it. Make it a way that it sits well with you. I think I, I mentioned this a little bit before. You can also do your spell as like writing. I did in the beginning. You know, write out your spell as if it's a recipe. You know, one cup of or one teaspoon or whatever of, of pink Himalayan salt. Uh, you know what what have you you know just write it out one by one and you don't always need to have a chant or um anything like that you can if you do have one you can say it in your mind you can say it out loud you can say it before you write anything down you can say it after and or you could do it all at once so just find what best suits you um now, for those that are just starting out, has have never written their own spell, I recommend that you pick up uh, some books, you know, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, what have you, go there and find books on how to write spells. Um, you know, and in the beginning, you might want to do the spell word for word for what's written in the book. And then as time goes on and you start feeling a little bit more comfortable, um, making little tweaks here and there, whether it's swapping out an herb or swapping out a, a crystal, what have you. And then as you start feeling comfortable with that, then branch out to uh writing your own spells um it's just a good starting point for writing spells um now um as i mentioned previous there are days of the week correlated with um the phases like you know, the planets, the moon, Mars, Mercury, etc. And there are spells correlated with each one of those. 
I have a list of a bunch of them. Spells best suited for days of the week and uh, the planets. So what I'll do is I will name one or two for each day of the week. And then what I'll do is I'll post the list onto my Instagram, which is that new witch. And then my TikTok, which is uh, natural magic. So look out for that. Um, but I also have, um, a episode out, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's episode 12 or 11 in season one, talking about, um, uh, spells best suited to days of the week. Um, and then I have two episodes Uh, the phases of the moon and the sun and those talk about spells for suited for the moon and the uh, for for Monday and Sunday Um, because I'm sure we all know Monday you know is the moon's day so it used to be called moon day Um, same with Sunday Um, so yeah again I have one uh, episode dedicated towards Spells best suited for Tuesday through Saturday, and then I have two separate episodes: uh, fun uh, sun phases and moon phases, which talk about days uh, spells best suited for those days. So I just want to put that out there. But um, yeah, so Monday, the planet it's ruled by is the moon, and um, <clears throat> the spells that uh, some of the spells best suited are. Um, Invoking power, um, creative ideas, divination, um, healing, just to name a few. And then Tuesday is ruled by Mars, which is, um, if you want to do like, um, like a, a, a spell for, for sex, like enhancing your sex or your sex life or, um, Things like that. That's a great day. Tuesday is a great day for that. Uh, protection and building strength is another. Um, Wednesday is ruled by Mercury. Um, Mercury is aligned. Uh, Wednesday is a Wednesday and Mercury, I should say, because they're correlated together. Um, that's a great day to do spell for career, job, um, issues, and um just issues correlated with that your career or your job traveling and planning uh Thursday is Jupiter uh and that is f- um finance legal matters and then Friday is Venus relationships romance um and um then Saturday is Saturn, uh, which is home-related issues, brainstorming, future projects. Sun, um, yeah, Sunday is ruled by the sun, and this is healing of the body, mind, soul. And like I said, those are just a few for each day of the week. I w- like I said, I will be posting this to my Instagram and my TikTok, so look out for that. Um, 
So in closing, um, let's see here, real quick, hold on. Starting. Um, so yeah, sorry, lost my space there for one second. Um, so I came across a couple books. I think this is going to be something I'm going to start doing with each episode is at the end, um, giving you guys, uh, the titles of some books that go along with the, the topic. So, um, if you're interested, you can either just do your own research online, or if you're interested in these particular books, then you can, um, you know, uh, find them, go and buy them. So the uh, first book is the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs, and that is by Scott Cunningham. Um, and again, I will be posting pictures of these books on my Instagram and my TikTok. And they will, and uh, the names of these books and the author and all my references for my research for this uh, episode will be linked in the description. So again, the first book is The Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs, and that is by Scott Cunningham. The second book is Moon Spells and How to Use the Phases of the Moon to Go to Get What You Want. And that is from Diane... Aliquist, A-H-L-Q-U-I-S-T. Um, and the third and final book is How to Write Your Own Spell for Any Purpose and Make Them Work. And this is by Sophia DeGardo. So Sophia, and her last name is spelled D-I-G-R-E-G-O-R-I-O. Um... But I want to thank you all for sharing this time with me. I really appreciate it. Please, um, if you can, rate and review. It really helps the podcast getting noticed. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode talking about sun water. How to make it, what to use it for, and um, just in general, the importance of sun water. Um, I don't think the sun gets as much attention when it comes to spell work um, as it should. It's a very powerful tool and, um, you know, it's important. So I'm not saying the moon isn't. I'm just saying that the sun is equally as important. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, I will be back next week with that episode. Um Thank you again for sharing this time with me, and you can always find me over on Instagram at That New Witch and over on TikTok at Natural Magic. I hope you all have a magical week, and I'll see you next week.